True North Nerd. Yay! It's, uh, just Ryan and I. Uh, Kevin, unfortunately, uh, got himself a head cold. and Well, it started as a chest, chest cold that went into his throat. And he was hacking and sounded like crap. And looked like, well, no offense, Kevin, looked like crap today at the office. Yeah, so, so we, he went home early. We gave him the night off and, because there's not a huge amount going on right now. No, so. it's, we're into that. Post con, yeah, pre con, and pre big movies. Yeah, coming, coming into the end of the summer, getting ready for the fall features. Yep. Which I was surprised at some of the movies. I looked at a list. I was like, oh, that's coming out. And that's coming Terminator's out. Terminator's the one that, like, I'm like, they're not saving that for the summer, really. Right. And the new uh, Rambo movie comes out soon too. Like yeah, September. That, that doesn't surprise me as much because no, the but, last one came out in the yeah, fall. So. I just. I keep forgetting it's coming. That's oh, all. That's why I keep getting surprised it. by it. Uh, did you see the latest trailer for it? For that one? Yes. Yeah, he's just murdering people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not a big Rambo film aficionado. Like, I don't even know if I've sat through a complete Rambo movie. Did you sit? You didn't watch the last one? No. Oh. I don't think I've seen all of the last one. I know I've seen. So, that's the last one. He's back in the jungle again, right? Yeah, in Burma. Yeah. And there's a I bunch of people. It and called Rambo, <laughs> Rambo, or Burma 1, Rambo 375, because yeah. it's about the amount of people we so I was going to say, I've seen the end when yeah. he kills everybody. everybody. He jumps in that truck and with the big gun. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, don't watch yeah. that if you're squeamish. Yeah, so that's just that one's a little weird in the fact that, like, he has two major franchises that, like, the first chapters of both are actually, like, Films, you know what I mean? Like the the, the first yeah. Rocky movie oh, yeah. is like a dramatic sports movie. It was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, and the Did, the original uh, Rambo is very much like a dramatic action film. Like he's basically a dude with PTSD. Oh yeah, exactly. He's just a you know, he's a veteran. You know, and living then he gets on the pushed land. too far, yeah, and he like, goes nuts. Yeah, he snaps. And then, but weirdly, both franchises go, like, completely cartoony. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, just sort of mildly at first, now, right? And the, then, the, the, the first volume is both, do they both come out in the 70s? Um, I'm not sure. I want to say Rambo's, like, very early 80s. Like, maybe, like, 80. Oh. But pretty close. First Rocky, I want to say, is... 77? Let's Question look at the mark? old Google IMDB machine? app. Rambo. F- Rambo, Rambo, Rambo. Uh, first, first Blood? Yes. 82. Oh, okay. And then... And uh, Rocky. 
Rocky. This is amazing for our list. 76. 76. So my whole point was I just wondered if, you know, the sequels fell into that 80s action hero action oh, very, movie. Very much so for the other ones. You know, they right? just, that's why they went that way, right? Became, yeah. Uh, I always describe the Rocky series, especially, of like the awesomeness of it, because it's like, first one's an actually like a solid movie. The second one's kind of your feel good movie, because he beats Apollo yeah. and becomes champion. The third one has Mr. T in it. So that's cool. The fourth one is the one with the Russian, with Ivan Drago. Hulk Hogan's is, in there somewhere. Uh, he's in three. Yeah, I was going to say. Briefly. So so three has Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. Hogan. And then um, then you get to five and everybody. That's, I'm yeah. sure somebody likes five. Actually, my uh, my friend Doug. With Tommy Gunn. Um, and then the, the, last, the, the last Rocky film, Rocky Balboa, is, is again kind of a good film and like... More like two. It's a feel-good movie. Yeah. And it's really good, too. Like, And I identify it being older. Oh, yeah. Because they're talking to him about, like, okay, so your hands are calcified, so sparring's out, you can't do this because you're too old, so what we're going to work on is blunt force trauma. Basically, anytime you hit the guy, it's going to feel like a fucking truck. <laughs> Because it makes sense, right? Yeah. You can't oh, yeah. move or shit at your no. age and damage at this point. Yeah, you're not going to be uh, throwing a lot of fast punches. <laughs> so when you do tag the guy, make sure he feels it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, anyways, uh, let's go with the news first. Sure, let's hit some news. So I think we touched on this in our Disney uh, 23 episode, but it was some of the biggest news from this past couple of weeks. Uh, Disney Plus was announced that it's going to be available in Canada November oh. 12th. Same day as United States. Yep. And for the low, low price of $8.99 a month or $89.99 a year. At least the start. We'll, we'll see how well, long Well, that'll be the first that year. For yeah. Oh, yeah. So everybody's going to sign up for a year because that's when you, you save more money that way. And as Kevin said, apparently you can use it at up to four devices at a single time, or at least at that level. They might be like Netflix where yeah, you may be able got to upgrade tiers after. that might give you more stuff. I can see it staying at this price for a good couple of years until they make, until you get to that at point where you see Netflix has to react and lower their price. Yeah. Uh, and and everybody else by proxy, right? Yeah. Is really Disney's only competition in this space is is Netflix because because they, they own Hulu. Demo- they own Hulu, and then you got you got Amazon Prime. They're like yeah, who is becoming? They're more like a boutique one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is like I could really see that Amazon Prime will just like. Sort of keep their their older stuff is going to be the cheapo shit that they've got now, stuff they can just get the rights on for cheap, and they'll funnel their money into kind of like critically acclaimed, like sort the of Expanse, things. like the Expanse or uh, Good Omens is a prime example yep. of like that's probably going to win them. A Have you caught awards. up on the Expanse yet? No, I haven't even started. Oh, how many months now, Brad? I know, I know, but there's. Oh, there's so much stuff. It's yes. almost over, overwhelming. And we're, and we're coming into the fall season when more new stuff starts again. Yeah, it's like I've dropped off of so many shows just because of other shows have sort of kicked them out of the way. Yep. It's, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to it because it, 
I want to see how it is. That apparently they're already showing off the interface for it, oh, like okay. to reviewers and stuff like that. Yep. Which means they've got a beta version of this. Oh yeah, already up and running. Well, at and this point, they would... it's much nicer to use than Netflix. And I'm like, Netflix isn't bad to use. No. So how could this be yeah. nicer? Other than, do does it have a random button? Yeah, that there, would be kind or of a, awesome. a recommendation. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Netflix kind of No, I know, but I mean, like, yeah, exactly. You know, I you recommend something to me, and I hit a button and be like, yeah. "Do the algorithm says this is a ninety-seven percent match for you?" You're like, yes, of, I've already watched this. <laughs> I'm sort of glad that Netflix doesn't have that. Yeah, because it's already its recommendations due to Jen and I using the account are like, it's like Shira, other cartoon, serial killer documentary. <laughs> Like, you are psychotic. Yeah. The police have been called. All right, next. Next. Um, okay, so comic book news. Uh, a comic I purchase uh, will be ending this November. Uh, Marvel's Star Wars comic will be ending this November with issue number 75. Now, is that, it, is that maybe getting pushed to December? Because the, there was like there was a month where two issues were supposed to come out. And one of those issues has now been pushed back. I think I read something about issue 72 being pushed back a month yeah. or a couple of weeks, which 71, I think, just came out today. So, yes, it could still be. But this was... You know, so the probably, most at the very least, before like, the very, December even, will be the end point for well, it. Well, it's going to end before uh, Rise of the Skywalker, or you know, the Rise of Skywalker, mm. and... Uh, I almost wonder if they're going to do one of these because we're at the point in the story where we're just about coming up to Empire Strikes Back. Yes. We haven't reached Empire yet, uh, which makes me wonder if this will end and then we'll get a new number one that will pick up after Empire sometime in the spring. They're not going to just stop making Star Wars comics. Yeah, no. uh, Oh, definitely not. I I would tend to agree. That's kind of been our theory all along, is eventually they're going to have to do a jump when they hit Empire. The the thing is, is in Star Wars timeline, there's more space between Star Wars and Empire than there is Empire and Jedi. Yep. So I'm curious, uh, like, are they going to do an ongoing for a little bit? Because there's bits of... Now that they've tossed out the expanded universe stuff that we all grew up with, yep. there's bits of that story between Empire and Jedi that we don't really know how they they go about. Yep. Like that I would like to see. Like I wanna know how Lando gets in with Jabba. You know, like it, it, it's it's one of those weird little details that they never Well, we know really where he gets into. the costume from. Yes, we have seen he's, that. He already has used the costume in Solo. He kept it, or, or it was still Han on. Kept it. it was still on the Falcon. Yeah. Well, somebody somebody pointed out that Han's uh, like housekeeping skills on, especially when you see the the ship in Solo. Yeah. And the, you do the math between that. And it's something like only like I want to say seven years. Yeah, between, I was say like seven eight years probably between Solo and and a New and Hope. It's yeah. Like how degraded it gets. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's not great on the on the on the housekeeping and mm. the. But maybe he kept the shit. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that, that's why maybe that's why Lando's wearing his clothes. Yeah, yeah, because in, they're in not Hans, they're yeah, his. Maybe. <laughs> so uh, so there's that that's coming up. 
Oh, ooh, this, so there's a um, another one of these celebrity or like movie and TV memorabilia auctions coming up. Yeah, uh, at the end of September, uh, I think it's September 30th and October 1st. Uh, one of the the big ticket items that's on that they're uh, advertising is uh, one of Michael Keaton's Batman suits from '89 yeah. Batman. Can't turn your head and can't pee in it, but it's pretty awesome. So here's here's some numbers, okay? So they're estimating it's going to take you know go for like ninety six to one hundred and forty five thousand dollars. That seems kind of low. Okay, so the original cost to build it was $250,000. Yeah. Now when you R&D. Yeah, and so when you make that you know, when you adjust it for inflation to today's dollar, that would be $542,000 mm. to build that bat suit. And they only think it's going to go with auction to like 96. I see it going higher than that. It could, but it, I guess it depends on the shape of it. I haven't looked yeah. at which and I assume it's a hero suit like the like the one that, that that Keaton wore and that was like on screen and stuff yeah, like they, that. Yeah, they they say Not it's like one the of ends. the yeah, one yeah. of his suits. Yeah, I think that I want to say there was six. I have no idea. Yeah, but uh, kind of cool. I can't afford it. I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do with it. I guess you put it on a mannequin and yeah. You realize okay, I can't squeeze into this. Well, I know I can't. Like, it, it, oh, come on. Like, we would try. At least put, try to put on the cowl. You would probably have a better shot because Michael Keaton mm. is short. Yeah. Like, it, well, yeah, because you're so much taller than I am, No, Brent. but uh, he, he's... I want to... Like, you... Even you might be a little tall for it. Yeah. And I'm a little more round in the middle, too. Yeah, but well, we're not talking we about all. that. Um, oh. oh, that's a Brent Bing... So, okay, so, oh, more news. Uh, so we're getting in the Wayback Machine to make another uh, prequel, or another sequel to one of our old classic hits. Uh, we're getting another Matrix movie. Yeah. And Keanu, Keanu's back on board. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is on board. And one mm. of the Wachowskis is on board. Yeah, it's the other right, one still taking time off, I guess. Yeah, so the one, she's right, she's part of the writing team and she's directing. Yeah. And um, it was uh, Jeff sorry, which one? and I got it written down which one it was Lana. Yeah, um, Jeff Darrow and uh, uh, Steve Soker are, are doing designs for it again. Oh, okay, they, they, did, they did the original for, ones didn't on they? the first the one, storyboards and, and stuff. Uh, Steve did storyboards and Jeff did like concept designs of like the machines and stuff, like the okay. Squiddy. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, that that's, that's such a great toy. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I, still like you, myself that, yeah. Mean, didn't buy one back in the day. Oh, I was trying to... Up by Jen's Cottage, there was this junk store that did have some toys. Yeah. And they had one in box, but the box was beaten to Who cares get. about the box? They were selling it... The, the thing was, is they were trying to get, I want to say, 124. No, I wouldn't pay that. No, it. and it's like... I, I love my toys, but there's no. very yep. few that I would pay over 100 bucks for. Yeah. And, and I was that, just I hoping know. that like, it would go down low enough. Yeah. Because it was sat there for years, and I would mention it, and let, like they just kind of glazed over and didn't say anything about it. And then one day it disappeared. So somebody yeah, bought it they, for that yeah. price. So as you say, or somebody came and made them an offer. Like, maybe 50 bucks. Yeah. How do you feel about the Matrix movies? Like, like I love the first one. Oh, the first one is great. Um, the other two... 
If I'm going to sit down and watch one of them, I'd rather watch the third. Yeah. Because I find the first one, the second one a little, it's a little more boring. It does have the big orgy in it, which is, you know, an orgy. Whatever. But. The second one, to me, is filled with unfulfilled promises. Because they're like they mention like the the what's his name the Malbogian or the Mal oh yeah yeah the, the vampire yeah and how like they're like or whatever he's all the to be. supernatural creatures that we know about are like glitch like yeah. world programs in the Matrix and stuff like, like that. the ghost twins yeah and... but you like why didn't they fucking go all out why didn't we get like one of the guys is like turns into a werewolf yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah. like. They're in the Matrix at that point, and they've made a point that, like, that's where these rumors come from. Show it! Do, yeah, sh- do that. Shit. Why not? Yeah. And it's not like, especially at that time, it's not like you had to wait for the technology to catch up to you. No. There, there's some good action sequence in it, but the, the second one is, frankly, kind of boring. Yeah. The, like, the third one's got more the highway the it. highway stuff is fu- is cool yeah that's true that's very good um but especially the practical stuff is 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 cool some of their digital like probably is a little dated especially at this point, if you watch and it's even if you watch the third one mm-hmm. the whole uh agent Smith or fight yeah is is it's it's dated mm. like even it was dated when it came out it looked cartoony that yeah. fight like they could do that a lot better now. But that would be you know, my biggest thing is well, you know, especially with you know, so you got Trinity's back, Neo's back. How do they explain? They're that? dead. Well, Neo, you can make a case for he was never alive in the first place. Well, yeah, well, it's just that he's resurrected again because yeah. he does that. But but Trinity's a harder one to kind of yeah peg. She got a lot of metal rods through her body, mm. so unless she comes back as a Terminator, <laughs> you know, the machines are like, well, this is his check. Let's build. We'll rebuild her. I, I really, and she's a bad guy. I kind of hope that something gets pulled out off with it, just for the fact that like the first one was so good, and the Wachowskis on a whole. I, I kind of like the second Matrix. For me, it's a kind of like unfulfilled promise. Yeah, they haven't really made it for for me and my taste. Now other people will will differ. They haven't made a good movie since they've produced. Two good movies, which would be uh, Ninja Assassin. If you saw that one, the it was kind of a low budget. I know, yes, I know the movie. I didn't see it. It's basically a ninja versus other ninjas just murdering yeah. people and it, chopping it, heads off. Yeah, and it's yep. like it's a straightforward story and well shot. And uh, their adaption of V for Vendetta is also pretty solid. Yep, but like. I have heard good things from people that have sat down and rewatched Speed Racer. I think I'm going to have to do that at some point because everybody keeps saying that, like, oh, it's worth a rewatch. And I'm like, I hated that movie. I don't know if I've. I I haven't seen it from start to finish. I've seen parts of it. Usually if it's on TV. Cloud Atlas isn't bad. I've never seen it. It's long. It's very ambitious. It just is that it, the one with Tom Hanks. Yeah, well, okay. parts of it. Okay. And Jupiter Ascending, quite frankly, <laughs> is a terrible film. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> the bees. But yeah, well, I, I'm curious to see it. 
Like, see what they come out of it. Oh, yeah. Especially since it, it's also only one Wachowski. It's not both of them. Yep. It's... And, and there's also two other people writing it with her. Mm. So, And then, well, the Animatrix, those short stories. Those were great. That was great. Yeah. Do some more stuff like that. Like, show us some stuff. It'd be cool if you got more real-world stuff not underground. Oh, so then the other big Sony Marvel, Marvel Sony news that we that's been all over the place is the uh, the on again off again fallout of the sure. are they are they not negotiating yeah. the contract for Spider Man's appearance? We, we've mentioned in it the in the past previous two episodes. Yeah. So um, it, the the yeah, the negotiations are back. You know they're on again off again. It's I think it's gonna be one of these things that we're gonna be hearing three months about. from now. I think things will work out. Oh, honestly. exactly. Oh, yeah. There's too much money on the table for everybody involved yeah. to not play nice together. Basically, the story sounds like Disney came to the table with at, at, reportedly asking for 50% of the profit or something like that. 50% of the profit yeah. and to put up 50% of the cost. cost. So, and like, quite frankly, I'm, in, I'm sort of in Sony's court. But what... I assume that is, is that's negotiation tactic 101, yeah. is Disney came to the table with an absurd number. Like, they knew that it was too high. But with the idea of, like, they'll work us down and we'll get to a number yeah. that where you start high and you go low. Exactly, lower. it'll finish and off at something like 20, 20, 2080 or 2575 or something like that. And, and instead of negotiating, Sony went... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gave them a finger, walked out the door, and then tried to spin it, and then everybody now and then both sides go in, go into super spin control, and yeah, because nobody will, doesn't want to see another movie where they're working together because it's great. Yeah, it's like they've proven two films now works out well. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody gets a shit ton of money out of it. So well, except for us, well, it just yeah. costs us money. I, I haven't written a Spider-Man movie. No, so. but they can still give us money. <laughs> uh, so that's that. Oop. Oh, and then, well, so yeah, so director John Watts, he's one of the people like caught in the middle of all this. Um, he's not signed for a, for a third Spider-Man movie or a third movie at this time. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and he's being, uh, so, but for, good for him, though, is he's being courted by everybody to, be, to do. Oh, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Now Tom Holland apparently is signed for another th- a third Spider-Man movie. Apparently his contract was something also. along the lines of three appearances and three solo movies. Yeah. Well, it's I think it, I think after Samuel L. Jackson's deal, everybody kind of looked at it, them and agents like and actors all went, "Okay, I'll I'll do like three and a couple of appearances on top of that, but then after that we got to talk again." Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, totally makes sense. Uh, oh, so we got some Suicide Squad news. Yeah. There was there was a, a teaser leak today. Did you see it? Oh, isn't that for Birds of Prey? Not Suicide Oh, sorry, Squad. that's Bird. Sorry, yeah. No, I'm thinking, I'm mixing my stories up. So first off, we'll go with Suicide Squad first. That one, Birds of Prey is later. It's the whole Harley Quinn thing messed me up. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so uh, writer-director James Gunn has cast his friend, Nathan Fillion, in an undisclosed role, once now, again. Now, before everybody gets all like, oh my god, he's like this. Nathan no. Fillion has appeared in the last whack of James oh, Gunn yeah. movies. He was Just in... under heavy makeup, or a poster, or yeah. just doing vo- a voice altered by machines. Yep. <laughs> 
He was in Guardians 2. He was one he of was the... He was in Guardians 1. Sorry, that's, yeah, Guardians 1, he was one of the aliens in the prison. Yeah, he the did one the voice that... of. He didn't even do mocap for it. I thought he was there in the costume, like, when... I don't... For when Groot... He was the... He actually played I the... I didn't think so. I think he just came in and did ADR afterwards. Maybe. And then he was supposed to have a small bit in Guardians 2... The, and he was a, more or less going to be Wonder Man. Yeah, he's Simon Williams. Who, yeah. In Marvel Universe, like yeah, in the they comics, made, he was. They made great movie posters. had a yeah. whole theater thing. And that all got cut. Isn't um, he like in this Tony Stark movie? Yes. Isn't that the poster that yeah, you yeah. can actually get That's a good what, shot of? Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it's just, you know, it's his friend. And like Adam Sandler, you know, yeah. he hires his friends. It, it kind of like a well, or beyond that, good luck charm, like you know, like John Ratzenberger and Pixar. Yep. Oh, so you were saying this earlier? We got a new Terminator trailer. Looks okay. Yep, it looks like a Terminator movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I've been burned <laughs> so yeah. oh, bad no, by sure. the other ones. I didn't mind Salvation. A lot of people hate it. Um. That last one, Genesis, where Genesis is spelt wrong, was one of the worst films I, I had see, saw that year. Oh, wow. Yeah. like, uh, And Arnold is one of those actors for me, due to nostalgia reasons, can usually save anything. Yeah. And even he, he couldn't, couldn't save it for, for me. Wow. There were some good toys that came out of it. But was there? Yeah, there was a couple of the the neck ter- there's the old man Terminator one. That's that, right. That came out, those came out of that. Okay. Yeah, yep. And and good figures and but just well, good the, likenesses, yeah. Just the plot line was uh, just Yeah. Timey wimey wibbly wobbly. The, the, look up the fake trailer for it. It sums up that movie perfectly and it came out after the original trailer did. Like the movie wasn't even out yet. Oh wow. <laughs> John Connor's just gone nuts. He's sending everybody back in time. Uh, oh, so we got a premiere date for HBO's Watchmen. Yes. It will be coming out on October 20th at 9 p.m., putting it right up against The Walking Dead and Supergirl, which I thought Supergirl was on at 8 o'clock, but I guess it's on at 9, because that's what this is article a, said. What day of the week is that again? Sunday. Sunday? Well, so it's the Game of Thrones time slot. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, yeah, so the other two of the shows I mentioned, Walking Dead and Supergirl, they both come back October 6th. So they'll yeah. be on the air a few weeks before that. But uh, I'm curious to see how it does. Yeah. Watchmen, well, and I guess when Games of, Game of Thrones started, it didn't have, like, the cachet <laughs> of anything. No. Like, it was a fairly popular book series. I think, but... and even if you look back, Game of Thrones didn't really pick up its audience, I don't think, until... Like season two, mm. I know I didn't start watching it until season two was coming out, and then I binged season one. Yeah, before season two started, the trailers have made me curious. I, I like, I want to see it. Oh yeah, I, like I the, just it's like I'm I'm wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, other than it's definitely a sequel. Like, it, oh yeah, it's post. It it's post Watchmen for yeah. sure. And and but is it like? It sounds like it's going to be post the graphic novel as opposed to the film, which yep. I mean, it also makes sense. It's probably what they have the rights to. And there's not like there was a lot of differences between the graphic no. novel. The biggest difference was just how it ended. Yes, which I am one of those people. I will argue the ending of the film is better than the graphic novel. 
Um, okay, oh, Far From Home is coming out on home release soon. Yeah, and there's uh, uh, plenty of extras to be had. Oh, yes. We get our little short film about uh, Peter's checklist. Yep. We get some other behind-the-scenes and this and that's and commentaries and blooper reels and all that kind of fun. Mm. Uh, so the home release is October 1st, and I think the digital is the week before. Yeah. So that's just around the bend. Oh, Another new trailer we got just today, and I was excited to watch it. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Bad Boys for Life. I liked it. I liked the trailer. I like the Bad Boys movies, though. So do they're, I. They're I, fun. I need like, to pick. I, 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 it's one of those franchises that I keep realizing. You don't own? I don't own them. I, I had them uh, the first one on VHS, which this, okay, this is how old this movie is. I went to buy the used copy from my local Dial-A-Movie. <laughs> But I couldn't because it was rated R, and I couldn't buy it without my mommy there. Oh, Jesus. Um, and it still cost me like 20 or $20 or something like that for a used VHS tape. Yeah. It, it, it looks, well, it looks like the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the only thing I noticed watching the trailer is uh, I don't know if you want to say it was time or maybe one of them looks after themselves better, but... Oh, and Martin Lawrence has filled out a Will little bit. Smith looks exactly oh, yeah. the same. Martin Lawrence, but not so much. You can make the argument, he's a married man in that world. Oh, so. yeah, I'm sure there, there'll be... And jokes at Martin Lawrence's expense, oh, yeah. obviously, but... I liked the part in the Rob trailer... Heimer directing it, right? Or uh, Michael oh, Bay not, directing it. I oh, I don't think. know. I didn't I didn't um, even pay attention. I like the part in the trailer when he's like... He puts on the glasses, and he's like... It's it's like everything's in HD. It's like I've been telling you for the last year. <laughs> and it, it, the thing I also liked about it is the fact that they got like it looks like all the principal players are back. Yeah, they're their boss, the police yeah, officer. He's, hands. he's back. Still can't handle this stuff. He's pounding the Pepto and Oh, it's uh it's two directors actually. Okay. Um Adil El, El Arabi and Bill Al Fala. Oh, that I didn't write this in here, but I saw today in like the next couple of months we're getting another version, a reissuing of the Star Wars movies. Oh, I didn't see that with uh, all new art with artwork that um, matching artwork to go all between all. Eight movies. Is it get in December when the rest of the when I would uh, assume probably Skywalker comes probably, out? Yeah, if not before. And right in time for Christmas. Yep, because they're Disney and I'm they know still, what they're doing. I'm holding off. I, I've I've been good. I haven't bought. I bought the the side movies yep. like Rogue One. I bought um, Solo. I haven't bothered purchasing. Um, I liked it. I but it's what like it's on streaming and I didn't like it enough to buy it yet. You know yep. what I mean. Um, but the entire Skywalker saga, I, I like Jen and I are committed to like we'll we'll wait till it comes in the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I think I, I think even this this new issuing is going to have uh, Solo and Rogue One too, and it's all going to be the, the biggest oh, thing like is the, the, is all having very similar style. Like the the, yeah. the multi faced posters and in certain colors, like a different color scheme for uh, for each one, so that they all kind of blend together and look nice. So. You had a thought the other day about Dave Bautista. Yes. So, if you, right now, he is, uh, 
he's going to be available as a playable skin for in multiplayer in mm. Gears of War 5. So uh, have you heard the other part of the story behind this? Yes. He has been <laughs> on the record as saying he wants to play Marcus Phoenix, he, which if you ever played the game or if you haven't, if you look at the uh, Gears of War games, Marcus Phoenix, at least in the first three, is your your, your protagonist, your yep. main character. Your main character. He's a big. He looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah. Like he, you know, it's like, yep. Yeah, All the characters do really. Well, yeah. <laughs> in order even, to wear even, that even armor, the, even the ladies. Um, but yeah, Batista could totally pull that look off. Yeah, so, especially with the you give him that script, the script, you know, the scruffy beard too that he has. Oh, yeah. So apparently he's he's like he said to the point like he has mentioned numerous times he wants to play this character. Um, because he, I guess he loves the game, yeah. or at least the the original ones. Yep. Um, but he said recently, like he's compa- like he calls. I guess is it Epic Games makes them, or is it uh, owned by Microsoft? They're owned now? by Microsoft. Are, yeah, they're it's a Microsoft one that switched, Studio. Like, yeah, Halo, right? Like yeah. at a certain point, that the rights went to Microsoft completely. Yeah. Basically, he's like. I call them up and they're getting sick of me because I ask them what's going on with the movie. When can I play Marcus Phoenix? And and he figures this is their way of like kind of throwing him a bone for well, a little bit. So apparently, it's also like the way it happened is you know yeah he's been calling and complaining you know saying hey I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this. so they finally were like let's put him in a commercial and you can find a small trailer which I guess what Drew in the he opens a crate and it's got the armor and he's like. Oh yeah, this is my shit, and then it, and then it shows you like the him in yeah, the game. Yeah, he puts on his sunglasses too, apparently. Um, but you don't see him put the armor on in real life. But I'm assuming if they had armor there on the set, he put it on, uh-huh. and they figured, oh damn, he looks good in this. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see if anything comes out of it. I think he'd be a good choice for that part. He can act. We know he can act. He is the rare wrestler who has acting abilities, like professional acting abilities, and it'd be worth exploiting that for a couple things. And we also heard about, like, he missed out, apparently, on a DC movie due to scheduling conflicts. Yes. I'm curious which one it was. I assume Suicide Squad. I assume because it, because it's James Gunn. Yeah, and 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 Batista was very vocal about defending him when the, yeah. all that stuff, Twitter stuff was going on. Now I also did read though that he was in talks possibly for a solo DC film. Well, that 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 might be he wants a solo comic book film oh, yeah, to I'm, himself. <laughs> Who doesn't? I want a solo yeah. comic book film to I myself. Think, I think what it is is uh, honestly, like, yeah, I'm sure the paycheck would be quite nice for him. But I think he he has an honest love of comic book stuff, and but he also wants to further his career and have a leading man part. Yeah. Like the the closest he's gotten so far was Stuber, and unfortunately, people just didn't go out and see it. Well, he's also we enjoyed the film. It was in that other those one of the smaller like that indie film there. Yeah, Bushwick would yeah. be the other one, but like he, but like mainstream. Oh yeah, like a big budget. budget. Yeah, for sure. And people uh, mentioned, well, what about Drax? And he's like, I would love to do a Drax film, but it you doesn't. Know, no. They don't have any interest in doing it. I don't. Drax see is like, uh, sorry, Dave. I know you're a listener. Uh, Drax, unfortunately, I think. In terms of Marvel stuff, they would think of it as maybe a Disney Plus like miniseries. Maybe because that last comic book series, the weirdly the one that CM Punk was the co-writer on, yeah, 
actually pretty fun. Okay. Like, it, it was a bit good. And uh, Ed McGinnis, I think, drew, yeah. he drew covers. I'm not sure if he did interiors. I don't so. know. I didn't see him. Yeah, like, and he's pitching out everything. He's like, I'll play Clayface. And I'm like, eh, I guess. It's, I never see Clayface as being a big muscular guy. No, because then the problem with Clayface is, is you'd be he's CGI either CGI or he can be multiple people. And he's not a solo movie. You know what I mean? No, that'd be a villain in a Batman yeah. movie. We, we may actually tackle this topic in the later episode. Yeah. It, 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 casting Dave Batista in a film, but... To me, he's he's one of those guys. I think he has so much potential for something, and it just takes the right project to come along for him to do it. I'd say it over and over again. Go watch him in Blade, the, the last Blade Runner, he which is, is now on Netflix. Which, which is, is why I've been waiting for that because I actually want to I want to see it. I haven't seen it. And and watch the uh, if you can uh, afterwards if you want borrow the Blu-ray off of me. The short films they may still be on YouTube. Oh yeah. Um, they did a bunch of short films leading up to the release, and there's one that's all around his character that, like, proves that, like, this dude can act. And, you know, it's rare that you get massive human being, like, <laughs> of his size, who is also a solid actor to yeah. boot. Anything else you got there? Uh, yes. Uh, it saw today that we also got a release date for the next season of The Toys That Made Us. Yay! Season 3 is coming our way on Netflix on November 15th. I'm looking forward to it. I, well, I love the last one. So, have you heard what the four episodes are? So, it's wrestling. Wrestle, so, it's in, in the, well, yeah. so, wrestling. Uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Not Barbie. They've already done nope. Barbie. It, it is a quote-unquote girl line, though. Isn't it? Yes. Oh, My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Yeah, I, I knew it was something like that. So, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a good season. Yeah. Oh, Those I shows are always great. entertaining, so. Yeah. Anything else you got there? Because I may have one if you... That's all I've got for... Well, other than, yeah, the, the uh, we did get that little Birds of Prey teaser today. That's, I think, attached to it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they were sneaking it into theaters with the re-release of uh, Far From Home. Really? Yeah, in the states, like not all over the place, but like in. A oh, see, I hadn't spots. heard that it was actually in theaters yet. I, so I've, uh, the one or that maybe that's what they thought it was, and it's going to be with it. And yeah, it would make and more would, sense because they're both Warner Brothers, and especially the way it starts. Yeah, is the trailer starts and you see all these red balloons floating around, and then it starts with like Harley with a thing, and she's like, "More, like, uh, she's like, I've had enough of it with these clowns." Oh, that makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah. so so. Ryan. Jess Brandt. Remember last year. Now, this will be hard because oh, I, I forgot about this. I can't remember last week, let alone Do yesterday. Do you remember that there was a Tomb Raider movie that came out last year? Yes. Did you know it that had there's the... going to be a sequel coming out to it? I'm surprised, actually. Yeah, so am I. And so is the rest of the world. The, uh, has this actually been announced? Uh, apparently, it looks like um, they're doing a direct sequel to that film. Which is good because... It was a well. It was a good Tomb Raider movie. Like it's based a, yeah, okay, a, a so lot it, on that first of the new video yeah, games. Yeah, so it's it is set to start production in twenty uh, twenty with a twenty twenty one uh, release date. Okay, and it's same actress, same actress. Good because uh, she was good. Vikander, Vikander. Sure, and um, 
weirdly, Ben Wheatley is going to be the director to, for it. Who's he Ben directed, Wheatley? He hasn't directed anything that would lead you to believe he would direct a Tomb Raider film. Okay. He directed a movie called Free Fire. Don't know it. Um, who was in it? Uh, Charlto Copley was in it. You know, the South African guy who was in A-Team and uh, District 9. Oh, okay, yep. And, um, he was um, the crazy guy in 18. Yeah, it's basically about an arms deal that goes bad, and okay. like everybody's just shooting one another. Okay, it. well, that's kind of like Tomb Raider. Yeah, like, but it's like it's kind of like ridiculous, and he also directed... It's kind of like Tomb Raider. Yeah, he directed a movie called High Rise that's kind of a, a cult film, too. Okay. It's not one of those things that, like, I would think of... He would not be the first person that come to mind, but at the same time... Uh, not to diminish his abilities, just because he hasn't done a mainstream film like this. He's probably fairly cheap. And yep. if they're doing a sequel to this movie, they're going to be looking at it, cutting as many costs as they can to like keep assume. it down. Yeah. Because the, the thing was, is the last one was not exactly a financial success. It was not a bomb. It did okay. Yeah. Like I think it broke even and maybe made some money. Not much though. Well it was very much a Laura Croft origin story. Yeah. Like it was Tomb Raider Begins. But it also was like I am trying to remember. It came out I, I wanna say two thousand eighteen. So I think it came out around the same time Deadpool two came out. Oh, okay. So that, that, that like yeah. it just I could be wrong. It, it was in like that. They didn't put it in the summer, so it didn't get oh, completely yeah. no. squashed, but it still got trampled on. It's it. one of those things where you, you think, well, we'll put this in February and be safe, but then Deadpool comes out. Well, Deadpool Deadpool really changed the game for February releases. Well, that and then Black Panther. Yeah, well, Black Panther like just finished it up. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. If you want to hide a movie now, nowadays it's like January or October, November? Mm-hmm. February was February was a combination of uh, it used to be the dumping ground for yeah. films and or it it's was like, ah, know, it's cold outside people will go to a movie they'll watch everything priced romantic comedies yeah because it's, it's Valentine's Day I always see Deadpool as kind of like the guy in that um, that movie with Tom Hanks about the African pirates who take over his ship yep and just like I'm the captain like, now looks at the <laughs> looks at the romantic comedies and like and I'm the captain now this is my boat because <laughs> it, it's sort of the sad thing is like with that change uh, especially now in the summer is more than ever dominated okay. by blockbusters moderately priced films just like well that's, you're better off just to go to Netflix at this yeah. point well that is the problem with movies in general right now it's yeah. just it's it, well it's, and it's it's a problem you know yeah it can be a bad thing it's a good thing too because we're getting good big blockbusters that are good but then you're not getting those smaller movies that you know could, less, could find a home or yeah. could do could be good there's less surprises now yeah and the, the other thing is is the the home video market doesn't exist because that was the other thing that used to help right is some movies would just catch on on home video and they would make their move, their money back that way. Yeah. Like Highlander is an example of that. Highlander did not do well in theater. Definitely in North America. Europe, a little bit better. But it was like home video and HBO is what turned that into the, the franchise that we now know it as. Well, wasn't that how Kevin Smith got started, really? 
Um, like his movies didn't do super in theaters, especially like he, well, especially Mall Mount Mall Rats was really his big his his first little, wide release. Yeah, uh, Clerks got like was an art house release. Yeah, and was like the darling of Sundance because it, it is basically you look at like that two year period. It it's him, Tarantino, and Robert Rodriguez all kind of come out to the public at the, like basically within 12 months of one another. Okay. And you know, out of that um Robert Rodriguez is still doing stuff obviously. Yep. Uh Kevin Kevin has I I will defend Kevin on the fact that he hasn't his last batch of movies I have had no interest in, but he's making the movies he wants to make and there's something to say about that, yep. it, especially in Hollywood today is you know and he's switched over he's you know he's directing TV now which is where a lot of good directors are are now doing yeah. um, like, you know, he's he's turned his health right around after that heart attack well, he had yeah. and he's I, know, I see photos well there's that one photo there's a thing going around he posted about it the other day I guess some clickbait scam site took po- photos that he oh. posted like of him that was side like a comparison of him pumping gas when he's overweight and now yeah. when he's trying to like oh and why celebrities are into the keto diet and you know click on this link and he's like I did not get on that diet I had no, nothing he, to do with any of that he, he went to ve- he, went he went vegan, vegan and then and weight, weight watchers, watchers which he's now a spokesperson for yes. at the moment apparently his daughter was vegan first I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, wa- I watched a. She's uh, growing up in Hollywood. Come on. Yeah. Well, she- yeah, and and his wife was more or less vegetarian. He was kind of the holdout, and then like it, it, and I've seen it in other people. My uncle's an example of this. Is after the heart attack, he, he went like he basically went cold turkey on fun food. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know is I I'm one of those people that like I should probably do start something like doing that. some of that yeah, stuff I before you. I end up like Kevin Smith and have to go vegan. Yeah. Because that would be really hard for me. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah. So, but you know, like, uh, like Robert Rodriguez. Oh, oh, Battle, Battle Angel Alita. That was you know, a good flick from Rodriguez. But yeah. he hasn't. He's kind of been focusing on his TV network a little bit, and as well as like just sort of projects that never seem to get off the ground. And then Tarantino's Tarantino. Yes. He's got apparently one more movie in him, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, how is it? it how are comics? Because we, since it's just the two it's of us. It's just the two of us. So. And we're the, the bigger of the, like, Kevin reads comics and Jen does, but yep. we're, the, we're the two who are doing the. We're the, the ones going and dropping $40 a week at the comic book um, store. Well, averaging it out. Higher, lower. Mine's a, mine tends to be around twenty up until the last two months, <laughs> but at the same time, is I noticed like October, I drop way back down again because yeah. uh, Green Lantern's ending in October for a while. Uh, uh, Ninja Turtles, Batman three ends. Um, I have a couple miniseries that all end. Oh, what cover did you get for Batman Ninja Turtles today? Uh, the regular one. I didn't notice the other one existed until I got like home. Oh, like the the one that has like the like the, the ver- as they call them the almost like the Virgin cover where it doesn't have the big Batman yeah. logo. Batman. Yeah, I saw that one. I was almost tempted to buy it just because it looked cool. Like it has Batman. It has like 
eight or nine different Ninja Turtles on it because it's well, got there's, uh, there's like, eight or nine different turtles and like well there's eight different turtles in the book because the original comic book turtles are okay because I was gonna say that's why they're because say like, there's black and white turtles and then there's red green and there's turtles two Batman's and, okay huh. uh, there's a uh, yeah it's um uh, it's been an interesting series uh, it's well, but at the same time I'm like I hope this is the end for. These this connect interconnected one. Yeah. Put it away for a while because I, you know, Krang is the anti monitor in it. So I think we're we're starting to stretch the limits here a little bit. Well, I just finished because I picked up uh, the trades for one and two. So I just finished two the other day. So yeah. You haven't read the the animated crossover. No, I haven't right? read the animated. Oh, ones, that's the no. best one they've done. And I yeah. keep hoping they would do another one, but um, so. Maybe we'll get into the spoilers a little bit, but uh, Hickman's X-Men series? Oh, yeah. So I know Fuck. we've mentioned it before here and there, but House the right now there's two. They're doing like a, like a soft reboot on the X-Men. Yeah. And you got weekly comics coming out. One is House of X. The other one's Powers of X. Not Powers of Ten. Not House of Ten. <laughs> they're X's because they're the X-Men. So, so it's essentially one series that's a weekly comic. Pretty much. They, uh, they divided it into two mini series. Yeah. And especially in the first couple of issues, it's like it you know, it's like you get one story and you get the other story. But now it's very much been you like You can't really read one without the other. No, especially going from last week to this week. Mm. Cuz last week, you know, the the, the X-Men spaceship docks at the thing and then yeah, this and week it picks up right where it left off. And all the X-Men die. Yeah, well, at least all the, all the good X-Men yeah. and Cyclops. But we know they're coming back. It's just the how. Yeah, well, we assume they're coming back because in the middle of the book is the advertisements for, for all the comics that come out after this. Yeah. And you see like Wolverine and Jean Grey and Cyclops and everybody. But you're digging it? Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally digging I'm digging it to the point where I might decide to pick an X-Book to read for a little while after. I might too, but I don't know... I just don't know which team. I'll have to look and see who's... New Mutants, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on for now. Just get, They're going into space and stuff, and let's like a, that. that's when Ed Bryson's writing it, um, who's a pretty solid writer, but it's like uh, alongside Hickman. I guess Hickman is being like kind of the showrunner for the X-Books for a while. Yeah. And I think I'll pass on it until maybe trade. Yeah, Excalibur always has like a little. Th- I was going to say, you know, there is an Excalibur book with a new Captain Britain, and yep. you know, most of the team coming back for it. But it Which book nice. had Kitty? There was a Kitty Pride book. I think that's Excalibur. She's in. Is that one? I thought that, be oh. mistaken. Though. I don't know. Where's your Where's your X Men book? Uh, it's over there on the pile of stuff. On the pile of stuff. It's in the. Uh, you've just passed it. Come back, come back. There's not much for... There's not... Oh, the the Wicked Divine's more for Jen than me. I, I like like the series, but she requested that I get it. So. Oh, you bought Alpha Flight today? Yes, so I did. did. I, I haven't read it yet, though. Me neither. I got the other cover. I got the, the Schwarm... The, cover, the Poutine so Restaurant cover. Oh, shit. I, had I known that, I would have gotten it. I read this, too. Yeah? Oh, for those Sorry. who can't see This, it. too, is uh, the Legion of Superheroes Part 1 of 2 Millennium. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the books that we have lined up are 
uh, X-Men, which is, that is going to be written by Hickman and drawn by Linnell Francis Yu. And what's the team look like? So it's Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Havoc. Uh, I'm assuming that's not Cable Cable. I think that's Nate Grey, you know, X-Man. Oh, okay, the, yeah, that, that's in, the other brother? Yeah, no. No. No, he's... Um, He's Cable from the Age of Apocalypse timeline. They oh, brought okay. him into the Marvel Universe proper again a little while ago. Okay. I thought he was dead, but, you know, so is everybody else on And then team. that's uh, the other gray. Well, it's that's Corsair. No, no, is... right there. The, yeah, no, the bottom. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Rachel. Rachel Gray. The, the, or Rachel Summers. Yeah, the, the Phoenix from another... Another timeline. alternate timeline that lives in past timeline. Who's the guy in the back? That kind of looks like Vulcan. I was gonna say he's maybe. another one who should be dead. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's hard to say from that graphic. Yeah, and then there's I love how you have multiple people on multiple teams in well, the books, like X Force, much like the '90s. Wolverine has oh, to yeah. be in everything, and Gene apparently. Because X-Force has Jean Grey, uh, Wolverine, Colossus. That's a cool-looking Colossus. Beast. And a bunch of people whose names... Oh, there's Nathan... Uh, no, what's his name? Um, the Phoenix. The other Phoenix. Uh, from... The other... Oh. The, the kid, the young guy. The no, from, that's... Uh, what's his name? Yeah, he's from... He, he in the, one of the future comics. Quentin Quentin, yeah. Quentin Choir. Yeah, and there's a, a Marauders book. That's the one with Shadowcat in it. Oh, there we go, yeah. I don't know what... The, the, see, the Marauders, to me, that's a bad guy name. That's the guys who hunt people down. Well, especially with the skull in the, in the yeah. uh, title. So Maybe they're like the X-Men hit squad. New Mutants, which it, it looks like they're adding Chamber to their lineup. And, and that one has magic. Yep. Uh, Fallen Angels, which is uh, again, it, it's a young cable-looking guy. I assume that's Nate Gray and X twenty three in the background. X twenty three in the background, and the um, the Asian assassin. I can't remember her name. Psylocke. No, it's not so Psylocke. Isn't that we, she's got the same let kind me of costume? Finish. Okay. So yes and no. So. Essentially, like this happened in the because I had to look it up because it ties into the Excalibur oh, one. Yeah, comics. So a long time ago, Psylocke is actually a white British chick. Yes. Okay. Who who got her mind swapped into a hand assassin? That's okay. Why she has been Asian for the past like twenty years. Okay. Um, I can't remember who the writer was, but one of the writers went like. Wow, this is fairly culturally insensitive in a lot of ways. Yes. So, figured out a storyline. The assassin has come back, and she has apparently Psylocke's power still. And Psylocke, the British version, has also come back. Like, they split them somehow. Okay, because you can do that in comics. Comics are weird. Yep. That's who the British Psylocke is who Captain Britain is. Oh, okay. In the, the so, Excalibur book. That's why she's got the cool energy sword then, instead yes. of the regular sword. And Now, looking at that Excalibur team... Yeah, it's the, the guy in the back is a little bit of the... I just noticed, yeah, I hadn't seen him before, but it's like, that's Apocalypse. That is Apocalypse. And then I also wonder, is Jubilee still a vampire? 
I want to say no, because I think somebody got rid of that a while ago. Because she was still, I think, a vampire in that whole uh, all-new X-Men run. Oh, okay. Because she was there with the when she had her adopted son yeah. that who showed up from the future. And she was all like light sensitive and stuff. Yeah, so. it's a. I, I want to feel like I basically want to say that um, at some point, uh, one of the writers for and editors forgot she was a vampire, nice. and nobody bothered to inform anybody. So she now she's not a vampire. So how did she become a vampire in the first place? Oh, uh, it, it's because I, I, I would think that could be a really good story, like a really good like like really hit you point in a story if it was done right yeah especially if it's in one of those comics when like she was kind of being like, like all the young girls in the x-men uh wolverine's like you know was their mentor and if it was on some mission with wolverine that you know she's out slaying vampires and no, something happened i want to say it and, wasn't even in the main x-men book uh, or if it was it, it it's, the problem is is there um there are chunks of x-men periods oh that, yeah like nobody well not nobody it, it's obviously been read but like where people have completely forgotten about them like the fact that like uh i've got a trade of, that's like one of probably a couple of the of uh, uh what's his name ed brubaker wrote x-men for a while everybody kind of forgets about that run yeah. like there's a, he's the guy who brought vulcan back like the third Summers brother. Okay, he's the guy who like brought him around. Um, Matt Fraction worked on it for a while. Uh, Brian Wood, who is now a writer, who is um, he uh, is kind of being excommunicated from the comic book world, and if all the stories are true, rightfully so. <laughs> um, but well, uh, just... he would worked on it for a while, and then like. It's a, you get those blips like where um, Jason Aaron worked on it for a while with the the new X Men books and the the Jean Grey school stuff. Yep, and that stuff was pretty awesome. Yeah, I really like those. Books. I uh, that's when one of the times when I got back on X Men was when it was Wolverine and the X Men. Yeah, those books. When he was great. running the school and stuff, and yeah, there was some good stories in there yeah. with the new young characters and some of the old returning characters. And I think the it, idea with this is to kind of like establish a good base and if Hickman's sort of overseeing stuff for I've heard his contract is like for a solid year or two years worth of books yeah that and then you can have a good solid run of all of these again for a while yeah well especially now that you know now that the house of mouse has the x people yeah. back in the fold there uh, it's not coincidence that this is happening now no it's also, why there was, there was barely any X Men books for a while. For a bit, yeah. And all the Inhuman stuff was getting pushed. Yeah, the, the, there's a, so many good books out there right now. Like it, it's well, kind of good to be a comic fan. Like the, yeah. no matter what your taste, really, there's something for everybody. Yeah. Okay, so here you go. So I was in the store this afternoon. Yeah. And Kayla had a customer ask her for some recommendations for good standalone trades or, or comics mm -hmm. well, I guess he was looking at the paperbacks so or trades uh, not necessarily superhero stuff he wasn't really I don't think it sounded like he was into the superhero thing uh, but just like good like maybe one or two volume trades like he didn't yeah. really want to get into something that was like has like nine volumes or like you know because I would have totally mm -hmm. recommended Invincible 
or even Thief of Thieves is pretty good. It's a you know if you're into that one. Yeah. But uh, so what would would be a, a book? Because one of the book I thought was that Gra- Grandpa Samurai, but they don't have that. Yeah, it, um, it should be. Uh, from what Sean told me, they're working on a publishing deal for it. That, like a bigger publisher is going to do it. That and um, Bodhi, Bodhi Troll would be Bodhi a good Troll, one too. But... Depending on your age group, it's hard. I, 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 my friends all know that I'm a big comic book geek. Um, like the ones that don't appear on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so every once in a while, somebody will email me or message me on Facebook or whatever, and like, what would you recommend I get for like them or like their kids or something like that? And it really depends on. Like, well, those could be two very different answers. Yeah, and the other thing is, is well, what do you like to read? What yeah. type of movies do you like? Like, if you what like kind of all story the Marvel, are you into? Yeah, if you like all the Marvel movies then there are tons of ways to go if yeah. you're looking for just one or two books you know just i would go with like kind of the classic storylines like dark phoenix saga i still yeah but see that even if it's what yeah, but if you were not a superhero comic not a superhero comic um again depending on your tastes apparently uh, like, like this guy today he has read saga saga is one of those ones i go to yeah uh, um Bone is a book I recommend a lot. Have you ever read it? No, I've never read Bone. Uh, it's Huey, Dewey, and Louie in Lord of the Rings. That's my easiest way of describing it. Okay. Like it's a fantasy book. The characters are sort of cartoony, like the main characters. Yeah. In a realistic sort of fantasy world. Okay. Um, uh, what else do it? Criminal is one of those books that... Because you can really pick up any of those trades, and they... There are some interlocking things, but they're all the the story arcs for the most part are, with the exception of two, yeah. are standalone. I would think recommend you know other ones that if you, even if the, if you find the right collection, or if you don't mind like maybe like a four issue volume of four volumes, mm. the losers. Losers is good, yeah. Or or and if you if you're looking for something that's got some high ideas, little maybe it's like. You might need to read it a couple times to really get it. Planetary. Yeah, because it it, it crosses it's, all sorts of pop culture stuff. Because yeah. there's like there's the Godzilla issue. There yep. is the issue. There's the um, John Woo movie meets haunting issue. The one with the Hong Kong cop. Yep. Um, actually, Warren Ellis's stuff on a whole, the, his non superhero stuff. Or his or his creator own stuff like Planetary being an example. Most of his books would be up there too. Yeah. Transmetropolitan's really good. I've never read that one. Have um, you, oh, have you read? Um, have you read Wanted? Long, long time ago. Mark Mark Millar's book, right? Yeah, yeah. Now you may have seen the movie Wanted. Which is, they're two different things. The only thing that the same is, um, yes, there's a hot chick. And there's a guy, and they bend bullets. Yep. And the scene with the keyboard where he hits him and it spells fuck you. That's about the same. Other than that, yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mark Millar, uh, oh, what's it called? Starlight. His, his, uh, it was a one-and-done miniseries. You can okay. get it in one trade. It's kind of like if Flash Gordon... Or or John Carter from Mars, like came back to Earth, grew old. He's in like his fifties or sixties. Wid- gets widowed, 
Oh, you've told me about this. Do you have this one? Yes. I, I got it in trade. I yes. Can loan it to you, no you've told me, you've recommended this book to me before on the same pitch because you've said, like, John Carter of Mars or, you know, yep. and say, okay, yeah. And he goes back into, like, and basically during his retirement years and finds himself useful. Yeah. It's a, a it's a property a, that a, he grows old in his family and everybody does you know thinks he's full of shit yeah, he and he's useless and um, it, it was a property Sylvester Stallone was circling for a while that I like I prayed that he would do it he uh, he's honestly perfect for it well now he's at that age I'm, he's yeah. at that age he's an he old can, muscle guy yeah yeah no. and like it's a bit of action it would be a bit of acting which he can do when he needs to. Yeah. Um, what when else would be on my list? There's so many good books. Um, I really like Injection. If you like science fictiony sort of stuff, that's it borders on superheroes, but not really. Did you ever read Comeback? No, I don't think I did. Because um, I thought about that one because I saw it on the shelf. I have that. It's been so long since I read it. I don't really remember. I know it involves time travel, okay. kind of like Looper. Oh, all right, yeah. Um, and I believe one of the artists did a signing here locally at, at Big B. I think. Oh, okay. When the first issue came out. Huh. But uh, since I couldn't, I tried to recommend. You know, bring that one up today, but it's like I don't really remember it, so yeah. it's hard to really recommend. But I own it, so it can't be that bad. Um, another one, if you're wanting it, there was two, I think it came out around the same time. Cause I believe it's one of these public domain properties now, oh. uh, gorilla with a six gun. I kind of remember it coming out. Uh, weird. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, cool art. Uh, yeah. Good book. I picked it up. You can borrow that one from me anytime you want. Oh, you still have my, my secret yeah, invasion, I'm, I'm right? I've done it. I'll give okay. it back to you. No problem. I just remember cause I keep seeing the, the, the. The uh, the dust cover in my office. Um, is there anything? Like the thing is, is I can think of a bunch of non superhero books, but they're like a series of books, right? Yeah. Like Sag is one of those ones that just, like it is going to end. Like he said that. Oh, yeah, they've already mm-hmm. announced an ending for it. Yeah. So, so it, it, but that's still a bunch of trades, right? Yeah. Sandman's one of those books too. Um, Sandman Preacher. If you're an if you're looking for something a little more adult and 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 com, uh, and and a, a comedy read, uh, Sex Criminals. Yeah, Sex Criminals is an interesting is very good. book. And well done too. Like, oh yeah, considering like, what the premise of it yeah. is. Oh yeah. People when they orgasm, they stop time. Yes, exactly. It's like. <laughs> I don't know how Fraction came upon this idea. I'm sure he said it in an interview at some point, but. Um, but between him and Zdarsky, mm. yeah. Southern Bastards. There's another a, good yep. one. I've only got the first trade of that one, but yeah, no, it very much reminds me of the movie, Walk, of the story in the movie Walking Tall. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of Walking Tall. It um, It's weirdly a lot about high school football. <laughs> and, uh, but Jason Aaron's just... It, that would be the other thing. I tend to recommend like writers yeah. more than anything else, and I, I hate that in some ways because a bad artist can ruin even a good writer's book, and a good artist can make a bad writer look better. Yeah. Um. And, and but it's like I tend because I'm a writer myself. I guess I tend to follow writers more than artists these days. 
So, like, uh, Jason Aaron's one of those guys I will always recommend. Yeah, if you're not afraid to pick up a few books, his run on Thor. Yeah. Just just starting in Thor and then switching over to Jane Foster Thor to then switching over to Mighty Thor. Uh, And now King Thor, isn't it? Isn't that what the the next book? Is he writing that? thought he was i don't know i i I think it's the end of his run of thor i just wasn't sure if he ended his run with with the war of the realms his run on uh no he was he's going one more i think he's basically what because he introduced king thor right so i guess the idea is he's going to do the the first major story with his um his stuff is just it's interesting to see like he's one of those guys who started off doing like uh, small image and vertigo books, and is, he's just grown into this mainstream monster. And I kind of, I kind of hope his mainstream side dies down a little bit, so the other books can have a go. But he just did another one. Um, I can't remember who the artist is, but it's called Sea of Stars. That image is putting out. Okay. I don't know how many issues. I picked up the first one. I'm going to pick up the trade when it, it comes out. And it's basically like father and son who are space truckers. Uh, get in space trucker. Basically, like they're salvagers or something like that. Get in an accident, and the son is separated from the father, like by light years or something like that. And I guess it's the story about how they will eventually meet back up with one another. The uh, I picked it up mainly because it's Jason Aaron, and there's a Mike Manola cover to it that was fantastic. Because I love Mike. Hellboy is one of those books I, I oh, recommend a lot. Yeah, but you, you kind of gotta you kind of gotta like go for it. You know? Yeah, it's, that's one of those ones. If you're gonna do it, do it. And especially like the way that those compendiums came out that I bought. Yeah, right perfect. now that's the I would recommend if you're gonna buy Hellboy, buy it that way. Yeah, because it's instead of coming out in publishing date really you know, order, it it's in chronological telling the story order. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, that's the way I would totally recommend uh, reading Hellboy. Yeah, and and Bodhi Troll, not just because I love Jay. Well, yeah, but we, we do love Jay. Who is going to be coming up on a future episode, review episode that uh, we're going to do. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a Jim Henson fantasy movie that Jim Henson never got to do. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, you can tell Jay's admiration for... Henson and his work in it. Oh yeah, and it's it's one of those ones that I really hope at some point a producer, like minded producer, comes across that book and turns it into a film. Like it would make a great animated series or or something. You know what I mean? Oh, it already looks like an animated. Yeah, just know, due so. to his style. Yeah. Um, anything Darwin Cook did. Darwin, especially like the the Parker novels translated into comics, or even uh, those was, are masterpieces. What's of comic that one uh, DC story that he did that he drew that you always see his art for? Uh, um, New Frontier. Yeah, yeah. They even did a cartoon on that one. Yeah, and New Frontier is like a good sort of standalone DC book. Yeah, really. it is. Yeah, and it's just one of those. It's kind of your classical version of the characters. Mm. Oh, unlike the. Oh. Just Young Justice, season, the new season of Young Justice. <laughs> I haven't caught up yet. I've gotten oh. like the first half done. But. Young Justice Outsiders. Kevin and I have been talking about it because uh, he's been keeping up uh, yeah. on the episodes too. And 
just seeing you know we're still behind what the u.s release of them is mm. but so you get spoiled on things and it sounds like the the one of the last shots of the final episode to tease for the next season uh it looks like they're going to be introducing the legion in season four. Oh, which is is made kevin happy oh yeah um, is there anything you've heard about that you're looking forward to in comics that's been scheduled that's coming out? Well, uh, I'm interested in this in uh, Bendis's reissuing a uh, relaunch of uh, of the of the of Legion. Legion. You know, it's one of those things. The Legion always when they relaunch the Legion, I always get sucked in for the first few issues to see what they're gonna do. Have you ever read any of like the eighties era Legion? No. Like the one that no, Kevin I've, and I talked about? I've never read any classic Legion. Yeah, no. there uh, the Great Darkness saga is one of those ones and apparently it's out of print right now because I'm like, Oh, I should pick this up because you and Jen should read it. Yeah. And I'm like, hundred and fifty dollars for the trade. Uh, Nuts no. to that. Which is weird for DC though. Yeah. DC usually well, has a version of their classic stories in print at all times. I wonder if it will come back out with Maybe, the reintroduction. Yeah. I haven't seen anything solicited, but you're right. It wouldn't surprise me. It's like Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns is on like its 105th printing. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Watchmen and a couple of Actually, other that's ones. a good one off trade Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Re- Oh, or- All Star Superman. There's oh, one. That, it, that's a great Superman that, story. It, that yep. is a book for uh, people who are curious about superhero comics. People who say that Superman can't have a good story. Yep. Boom. There you go. And it's in like twelve issues. It is the. It is close to perfect. Yeah. No. I, unless you were reading it monthly at the time, in which case there was like a year between issues or something yeah. like that. And. A very good animated version of it. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, what's that's DC one thing DC animated got on tap. Just the, there's the Wonder Woman movie that's been announced, Wonder Woman. Right? We got uh, Red Sun. Oh yeah, that, that's coming out. Um, I think there's, is there another Teen Titans one coming. I don't know. Uh, they already did Judas. They did Judas Contract, which is the one you always go to because it's one of the best stories. Yeah. But it's very different. They're they're this time you because know, yeah. it's different. They used the current DC the home release movie uh, version animated of version of the Teen Titans team. Yeah, so it's Damien's the Robin in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still like Damien. There's oh, yeah. a no, lot I like, of people who hate him. Oh, I I like Damien. So what's the oh. over and <laughs> spoiler time? Uh, if you're reading Batman, stop listening. Okay, uh, so you we're going to the same spot. Here. Yeah. So what's the over and under of what? On how, how long, long Alfred's, Alfred's dead? dead for? Because it surprised me it happened with that TV show out. Yeah. Did you buy that issue? No, no I, I don't read Batman me as either. A I didn't know about it book. until. So we have that happening, and then did you hear about next summer's plans for Batman? That the rumor story, the rumor right now. And is they're DC going to it, that is, the DC universe is going to believe air quotes that Batman is dead. dead. Bruce is not dead though, however, and well, that a new Batman. Well, then why do they think Batman is dead? Because like, well, at least the main big, you know, team, you know, the big heroes know Bruce is Batman. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know. I don't, uh, comics, that's why. Yeah, and that we will be getting a new Batman, not Damien. Yeah, not Dick. Yeah. Not. Not Batwing. 
No, actually, it is Bat. No, it's not Batwing. Oh, that's the or no, wait, no, it's not. Sorry, I'm mixing them up. It's not the Signal. Not the Signal. The 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 the, the, the guy. newest one. Yeah. No, um, I was also gonna say uh, not uh, not Tim. Yeah, and it's apparently a black man, Lucius Fox's son, Luke. Is that what his yeah. name is? Uh, who has been Batwing who's been on bat-wing. and off for a yes. little while. Um, I, I it's. Who's? I don't think it's Snyder's off the Bat book right now. He's I have doing no something. I think he he is leaving Batman and or has already left. Other than the 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 last Bat on Earth or whatever it's that the, you're last, reading. last night on Earth. Last night on Earth. Night with a K. Um, he it, and he's also working on something else that we don't know what it is yet. Um, but. With that in mind, is there's been a lot of cool stuff happening in those bat books, like yeah. enough that like I peek in every once in a while now. Whereas hey, it used to be, I I don't bother. But if they're especially if if it's a good story, um, now I think it'd be better if they were starting. You know, if Batman was getting older, like if they were actually aging him, yeah, like the way he should be, because then it would be a good early attempt. For him to let somebody else be Batman well, before we get to Batman part Beyond. Of the r- part of the story rumor with this, yeah, is that he's going to serve as the the guy in the chair. Yeah, the mentor, like yeah. like he does in Batman Beyond, which it would almost be like, well, maybe the, you know this is like him letting you know, getting his feet wet doing that, and then it, something it ends horribly. It could be. So that's why we don't have a Batman until mm-hmm. Batman Beyond, but. Who knows? I think as long as it's a good story, we know Bruce will put the suit on eventually anyway. You're yeah. going to get Batman again. There's a, there will be the, probably right around the time that new movie with Robert Pattinson comes around. Yeah. It would time out about right, right? Probably. because I think that movie's set for 2021. Yeah, so, I think they just said they had finished the script the other day. Yeah, so, so. Pro- okay. So if they haven't even started filming till probably 2022... This storyline goes on for. Oh no! I can still, I can see it being out in twenty twenty one because yeah. they can start filming it in January. Well, that's true. You don't even need a finished script these days to do that. Yeah, but yeah, so a year, two years tops, and then they'll go back to status quo for a bit. And then that's right now. That's the plan for next summer. Yeah, but that's a lot of time from now. It could change. Yep. It's a, we've seen it before, and like we've seen comics that have been announced and never come out. Yep. Um, there were, there were Brian Azzarello was supposed to be, from what I understand, was supposed to be taking over Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. And then uh, the bat penis happened, and apparently that sort of soured things on his end. So he didn't draw it. No, but he wrote the book and probably knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you picked that book up today, yeah. minus Bat Peen. Yeah. Um. Well, I, uh, Brian Azarell is one of those writers. He can sometimes be a miss, and yeah. like with me, like when he misses, it's like a swing and a miss. Yeah. It's like woof. But usually, when he knocks it out of the park, it, I, I'm there for his war. His run on Wonder Woman is great. I think the unfortunate thing was is he was following up after Gail Simone's run on it. And people were were both like, "Why are we rebooting this book?" Gail Simone's run was perfectly fine, which it kind of was. Yeah. But it was New Fifty Two, and his his Wonder Woman, what his book is not really in the the New Fifty Two universe at that time. Yeah. So it suffered from both those things in some ways because nobody picked it up, or not as many people picked it up. But when you read it as a 
like a full series, it's fantastic. Mm. It's just such a good book. So that brings us to the end of just me and Ryan yep. jabbering on for an hour. Brent and Ryan go all over the place. So Ryan, what's your geek pick for the week? Oh, uh, um, actually, I wasn't. I had. I, I was gonna pick House of X or House of Powers of X, but I think we you can still go with. That oh, I think we. Want. I think we may have picked one of those already, like last I, week or something. It's, it's probably going to pop up again in my geek. Picks. Oh, I'm sure it will too. But then I had the idea. I remember seeing something uh, uh, a headline today that. Um, Two separate Storm Area 451 events have been given the uh, okay by local organizers in the Roswell or like the uh, Area oh, 51 like outside in one of the towns in that area. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bother to read all into it, but that got me thinking. And all of a sudden, the movie, and uh, I think, I don't know what else we were talking about. The movie Paul popped into my head. Uh, okay. And I don't know. I enjoyed that movie. It's fun. Uh, I don't think I sat all the way through it. What? Oh, then, you uh, should. I, uh, you should. It's Simon Pegg. Yeah, but they didn't write that. No, one. but still, <laughs> he's in it. And they're geeky. And Seth Green plays the alien. Not mm-hmm. Seth Green, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. So that's my pick tonight. Paul. Paul. <laughs> okay. Um... Just a side note for those who may have laughed at me a little bit. Uh, the new Tool album, Fear Inoculum, came out last week. Um, for more than just one song? It, it is seven songs. They're all like eight minutes long. Funny you should mention that. Apparently the drummer did pitch them doing an album that was just one song. Nice. Yeah. How um, long would the one song be? Like one like long song or just one? Five minutes if this album's any indication. Oh, um it, it's for me as a Tool fan. It's great. It's not for everybody. But I do feel kind of proud about the fact that it looks like it's going to knock Taylor Swift off the charts this week. <laughs> which is something I didn't think would happen in this day of age. Um, beyond that, uh, my geek pick is from Netflix. And Ooh. it is Mindhunter. The second season's been I haven't watched that yet. I watched I'm, the first season. I haven't watched season two yet. I'm about halfway through. Okay. I've been kind of picking my spots because uh, my wife isn't here most of the time, and it can get kind of creepy on that show. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and, yeah. I live alone, I, and, so yeah. And I end up watching, like, <laughs> two hours of YouTube, like, cooking videos in order to get my brain out of it. And then it's two in the morning. <laughs> but uh, it's so well put together. It's fantastically directed. It uh, directed. It the actors are pretty solid in it. the The story is very fascinating. Now I'm I'm trying to avoid reading about the real life version of it. Yeah. Because I already know like the I think it's um the the woman who's the 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 professor from the Boston University is like she didn't exist as far as I know. And, and like I think one of the other guys is the amalgam of like five guys or something yeah. like that. So I'm trying to stay away from the real life of it. She's a good actress. Know. She was in uh, Fringe. Fringe, which was... Oh, first season of Fringe? Oh, it was great. That was a show that, like... Last I, season of Fringe was interesting. Because there was a time jump. Yeah, I didn't get... I, I'm missing the last season. I need to pick it up still. I've got, like, the first three. Oh, do you? Okay. And Jen and I watched, like, the first two, like, straight through. And then we got three and started it. And then we moved. So we kind of fell off of it. And, like... 
It's a show I keep meaning to go back to rewatch, but the, yeah. that first season of Fringe is fantastic. That, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so that's it for us this week. Um, next week, or next episode, I should say, we're probably going to have another mini episode in there with uh, a panel I did at uh, Fan Expo because the audio turned out pretty good, so I'm going to put it up. Um, it's me with the artist of Black Sad. And if you are a fan of art and comic book art, I will highly recommend checking that out. And if you like our show, it's also a good reason. Everything that we put out, you should listen to. Yeah. The the next show after this, uh, I don't know exactly what we're doing. Who knows? We didn't know what we were doing tonight. tonight. Here we are. <laughs> but it worked out okay. So uh, for Kevin, who's home and hopefully feeling better by the time this episode comes out. Hopefully. Well, I guess by the time this episode comes out, if he's not feeling any better, he should probably be in the hospital. Yeah. I, I say, think he has knock plans. on wood. Knock on wood. I think he had <laughs> plans to not. go see Macbeth tomorrow or something. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so, oh, I guess I should mention, if you happen to be in the area of Oro... Because this episode will be out before we do it. Oh, yes. Um, Ryan, Kevin, and I are going to be judges at the Oro Fair's talent show. Uh, yes, we are there to judge you. <laughs> well, to judge those people with talent. Well, no, we're, we're just going to judge everybody. Part of me wants to dress like Simon Cowell. <laughs> like, black t-shirt, jeans, big cup that says Coke on it. <laughs> I want to get a black robe and a big poofy hat. A uh, poofy wig and be like a traditional judge with a gavel. And that's when we get thrown out of the fair. No, they won't throw us out. Ed won't let them. <laughs> or he'll be the one throwing us out. One or the other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that is Friday. Friday the 13th. Fri- Ooh, Friday, September the 13th. So if you're in the Oro area, come out to the fair and uh, come and see the talent show and say hi. And the tractor pull and the animals. Yeah, there's and lots of stuff going on. There's there. good food there too. Uh, I don't remember. Like, I'm not saying there's not. I just no. don't remember eating what I ate last time. Oh, I think I got, like, the... They had one of those combos. It was, like, the Canadian burger. And so you get, like, a big uh, piece of meat yeah. with, like, Canadian back bacon and cheese and all fried up together. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in a little while. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds, and you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.